Hi, this is Chaps, and this week we forgot to record an intro. But if you're new here, welcome to the B Word Podcast, where we talk about the Bible with a sense of humor and grace. This week we'll continue our episode on prayer. Enjoy. So, why don't we pray more? Well, there's so many reasons, and um, so I recently read a book called Praying Like Monks, Living Like Fools. Yep. Um, by Tyler Staten. And this is what he talks about. So this is not my original content. And he got it from his other people. You know, nothing's new under the sun. <laughs> um, a lot of this is like Dallas Willard. So one of the first reasons we don't pray is because we are, and I say this with like quotations, uh-huh. you're too busy or social uh-huh. and are trying to be successful and desirable and socially conscious. All these eight times. So... They're like, this is fighting for your uh, uh-huh. undivided attention. Yeah, that makes sense. I think, I think that so often we fill our day with just the busyness that by the time we lay our head down on the pillow at you night, sometimes we're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why I recommend praying in the morning. In the morning. I feel like it's such a great discipline. I don't want to say habit because ha- I feel like it's like, doesn't glorify yeah it doesn't glorify praying like practice discipline because you get to start your morning off Mm -hmm. with the lord it just like sets you up for success yeah and i feel like when that happens usually the rest of your day is very prayerful because you're already in that headspace yeah where it's like Mm -hmm. you like take the lord with you yeah you know wherever you go Mm. um so that's one of the first reasons um the second one is we don't pray for the fear of being naive. Mm. Um, uh, Tyler wrote this. He says, everything we interact with is small, cramped, secular world of our own making. We have the potential of mastering it, in fact. We must master it quickly in order to survive. The most efficient route between home and the office, how to move up the ranks at work, how to eat sushi without looking dumb, how to cross lanes on our bicycles and live to tell the tale. And if we can't master it, we can always <laughs> avoid it. Uh, it would just change industries, avoid chopsticks, take an Uber. Um, the thing about prayer is that prayer can be mastered because prayer means submission mm. to praise, to willingly put ourselves in guarded, exposed position. There is no climb. There's no control. There is no mastery. There's only humility and hope to pray is to risk being naive, to risk believing, to risk playing the fool, to risk, to praise, to risk trusting someone who might let you down to pray is to get our hopes up. And we've learned how to avoid that. So we avoid prayer. First off, never avoid chopsticks. Those are amazing also. Yeah, they're so easy, <laughs> guys. Come on, just go on YouTube. Um, I see this a lot in like when we get together in groups and someone's mm-hmm. like, anyone want to pray for our meal before we eat? Or anyone want to pray before we in the meeting? And it's like crickets. And you're like, okay, not everyone at once. But also I'm guilty of this also because I'm like, I I prayed last time. I, I just said that to Chaz. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you want to pray before we start? I prayed last time. She's <laughs> like, are you four? And I was like, 40. <laughs> Anyways, not yet. That's not right. yet. That's but, right. um, but yeah, prayer, I think it's, it's not just, it's in that submission, it's being vulnerable if you're praying out loud. And I think it's really, this is something I've learned recently that praying out loud is so important because like it doesn't say in Genesis 1 that God was in his mind yeah god thought thought, he's no god spoke spoke. he spoke Mm -hmm. and he said let there be light and there was you know like so the verbalizing of words i think is 
really, um, really important. And but to do that in a group, it means that you or have even to be to, vulnerable, or even do that alone. Like, yeah, I have less trouble doing it alone. But doing it in a group, I'm always like, what if I like say something dumb or not theologically accurate? Well, here we go to the next one or one of the the we skipped. What did we skip? But we'll go back to it. But one of the oh. the next reasons why we don't pray is because we don't pray with fear of doing it wrong. Oh yeah. Um, or saying the wrong thing, but there's right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like also the more I pray, the more these fears just fall away. Right. Cause yeah. you're just like, this isn't about the people in this room. Right. Like God knows the words that I want to use. So yeah. if I don't have them, if you heard this story, I don't remember who told this story. Someone told this story where they were out at dinner or they were at a pastor's house for dinner and he was saying grace and he's like i can't hear you and the pastor was like i'm not speaking to you i'm speaking to god <laughs> he's like it's not about you i'm speaking to god he's yeah. like i can't hear you i'm not speaking to you i'm it's speaking true. to the lord he's not wrong um, but it's just random story sidetracked um but yeah we don't we don't because we fear we're doing it wrong right yeah um another reason we don't pray is because we don't pray because we fear silence. Um, this is not my world. I welcome silence. No, silence from God. Oh, I was like, this is, I don't know what fear of silence <laughs> I was is. like, you've never got silence from oh. God? Wow. Yes, I have. Okay, so Dallas Willard says, silence is frightening because it strips us as nothing else does, throwing us upon the stark realities of life. Um, prayer means that the risk of facing silence when we're addicted to noise it's the risk of facing a god we have mastered talking about singing about reading about and learning about oh see i take that as prayer or fear of silence like in our world like in order to pray you got to put down your phone and turn off instagram like silence is the busyness got it where like people don't want to be quiet they want constant input well i think there's there's both right there's like we don't pray because we're afraid God's not going to respond to us. And we also, sometimes he won't. Yeah. Um, but we also fear like, like uh, you're right. We live in constant world of noise. Yeah. Like a few day, two days ago we were sitting in Brittany's kitchen and it was incredibly quiet. Like wow. hadn't been that quiet anywhere. And we just sat there in like for two seconds, it was the most uncomfortable two seconds. Cause we're not used to silence. Yeah. She's like, there's usually a sound machine in the background or the, you know, the heater or the fridge. But it was yeah. just like you could hear a drop, like a pin drop. Yeah. And we were like, well, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Where were the kids? They getting into something? They were asleep. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. But that's it's like we're so used to like constant noise, noise. input. Yeah. yeah. We're I feel like. When I have those moments of silence, I'm so quick to fill it with prayer because maybe that's the, well, that's good. I feel like anytime it's silent, my head's, my head never stops talking to me. So I'm just like, shut up. Like, just <laughs> let me sit here in silence. That's why I like practicing silence and solitude is really hard, but really beneficial because it makes my brain with a purpose of being like, you're going to sit here in the presence of God without having a thought and that mm. is extremely hard especially yeah. when you have a brain yeah that doesn't shut no, up i know that's true but i think that's my brain doesn't shut up it just connects it goes to god well that's nice 
It doesn't always, but I mean, sometimes it goes to Netflix. Let's, I'm, I'm a person, but like, yeah, I feel like, yeah, but I lay, I lie like, down oh. and immediately my head's like, I lay down, I'm out. Yeah. No, no. I, no, I just lay brains. there. Yes, yeah. I know. Yeah. We, they know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last one is, uh, we don't pray for fear of selfish motives. Mm. Um, because, uh, when we pray, we become increasingly aware of our motives. Um, and we're paralyzed by self-evaluation. Like no one wants to hear that your thought is selfish or envious or whatever it may be. Like mm. it's the worst. Like, I don't want to know what's bad about me. Like, and that's what happens sometimes and you're praying and God's like, what about this thing? And you're like, uh, that thing, not today. Um, so we avoid it. Hmm. I, Yeah. I don't think I ever think about that stuff. About your motives for you just said you're like I'm praying for my enemies and you're and you're just like your motive. To right, my heart prayer. posture changes, but I'm I don't I don't. But that w- like your heart motive for praying for your enemies was in like I'm gonna pray for them because I really love them. Like our motives no. are selfish and yeah. we don't realize it. Yeah, so you that makes sense. Happens a lot to me. That makes sense. Um, any other thoughts before we move on? No, that's good. So why should we pray? Pray because everything. <laughs> um, uh, I have four. I don't know if you have any others. Um, pray because you are overwhelmed. Um, being constantly overwhelmed should drive us to prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but for a lot of us, it drives us to safe, calculated prayers that insulate us both from disappointment and freedom. So you have to take that risk and pray. I like that. Are you going to read something? Not, Not yet. yet. Okay. Pray because trust comes before faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, we fear silence, but the thing that claims fear isn't faith. It's trust. Jesus hasn't revealed a God. Jesus hasn't revealed a God that we can perfectly understand, but he has revealed a God that we can perfectly trust. Mm. Um, next one. Pray because complaints are welcome. Um <laughs> God listens to the overacting rage, dramatic despair, guiltless joy. And he called David a man after God's own heart. Like if David can go and do all these things and pray all these complaints, like we can do that. Like we ought to lay before God what's what's in us, not what ought to be in us. Yeah. This took me a long time to understand as like a new Christian. Like there's no purpose in me praying what I think God wants me to pray because that's not the right. purpose of prayer yeah so it's like if i'm angry it took I, me a long time to like to yeah fe- it's a like, hard yeah or like i didn't want to go to him and be like i am mad at you for this situation like how dare you like who am i to speak that way to god <laughs> but i for sure that's what i was feeling it was this anger and so it took me a long time to realize that like it doesn't matter what is do i think i'm so big that i can't be- bring that to god like what an arrogant thought yeah, because we have selfish motives. What? That's why we don't I pray. Yeah. <laughs> we'll circle. See, um, circle back to the thing. I was like, I, I don't think I do that. <laughs> Got him. Um, oh. Yeah, I feel. I feel like this is like we are. I think naturally complainers. Yeah, like, I feel like I complain, and it's when like I was why little, not? My dad said he was going to change my name to Heather Full Whiner. Yeah, he told me that. That was close to my maiden name, but it wasn't. But anyways, yeah, Um, I complain. It's like born in me. Yeah, it's a whiner. It's like, why does complaining feel good? I don't know. 
It's a great question. I haven't thought about it. But I do. The Why? Because sin. Maybe. Different talk for a different time. Yeah. But the point is, it's like I can complain to myself or I can complain to God mm. and someone who can actually change something mm-hmm. or change my heart towards whatever it is that I'm complaining about. Yeah. Whether you're complaining about an annoying coworker or an annoying friend, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. or annoyed because um you went to the grocery store and you asked the meat guy if he can cut the steak in half and he's like i can't do that so you say fine i'll do it at home wow sounds (laughs) really (laughs) personal (laughs) guys it was i was so angry and i was like why is it that these are the things that make me angry that's funny he could totally butterfly that steak i got home and i immediately even i knew what you were talking about yeah immediately got home and i cut it in half and i was see Brittany, i did it It was a whole thing. It's like after what I paid for it. Gosh. Wow. Um, and the last one anyways is pray because it's the only way. Uh, it's the only way to get it wrong is by trying it to get it right. Mm. Um, practice. Prayer is practice. Yeah. And the more you pray, the easier it becomes. Not in a like you suddenly have the fancy words, but it's just it it's easier to be raw and honest with God. Right. Um, so I had a little note about like, why, why pray? Um, but I was reading John Mark Comer's book, Live No Lies, and he talks about how Jesus, um, quietly prays and he goes away to pray. Um, and how, um, it says, talks about quiet prayer specifically. Um, and John Mark Comer says that it is not the solitude of Jesus or the apostle Paul, uh, for them, it wasn't a break from the battlefield. Praying wasn't mm-hmm. a break from the battlefield. It was the field on which the battle was mm-hmm. won or God. lost. That's good. And I was like, ooh, that That's is good. so good. And then another little point on like quiet prayer, um, he goes on to say that solitude is a furnace of transformation. Without solitude, we remain victims of our society and can continue to be entangled in the illusions of false self. So there's like mm-hmm. a lot there. But basically, like, it, you go to pray... I go to pray now more, less to hear myself talk and more yeah. to hear God speak. Same. Like, because it's like I'm, I already I need know. to check in. Yeah. I know what my thoughts are, Lord. What are your thoughts on or this situation? I already situation? know I don't have the answer to right. this. Right. So exactly. Like I know where my understand. struggles are. Help. Yeah. Help me to understand. I need clarity. Mm. I feel like that was a big word for me this past like 2022. It was like clarity kept popping up everywhere everywhere and even in my prayers i'd be like lord i just need to like did you really say this to me did you really promise this to me mm-hmm. yes okay it's also a like, lot of like just help me like help my unbelief yes oh yeah that prayer That's all just, the time it's has yeah. to be a constant because we live in the crazy yeah. world full of garbage yeah um so how do you pray um how do you pray how do I pray? Yeah. What's your favorite way of praying? Intercession. No, but I mean like, what's your, like I love to pray out loud, to read scripture and to journal and write as if I, and oh, then so, okay. so, so sometimes I'll like journal, I'll write the question, I'll pray it out loud. I'll wait for a response. Mm-hmm. If I get a response, I'll write down his response. I'll write down a scripture that comes to mind. Like, like. Got it. Your process. Yeah. What's um, your process? Lately it's been. I read scripture. Mm-hmm. I write down a prayer. 
uh, based on the scripture, like this morning I read about um, God's promise. So I, mm-hmm. I wrote like a, a short prayer that's like, God, thank you for your promises that like I don't have to blah, blah, blah. So I write mm-hmm. something down. And then my favorite part of prayer is where I just sit and have, I have yeah. no thoughts and just sit in silence. Mm-hmm. And from the beginning of that, I just like say like, Lord, if you have any words or scripture mm-hmm. for me, like bring them to mind. Yeah. And sometimes he does. And sometimes it's a lot and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, so how do you pray? Uh, it's about practice. You just show up. Yeah. Uh, prayer, if anything else, is about presence. Mm. Um, it's like, how do you how do you have a conversation with, like, your best friend or your spouse or mm-hmm. whoever? Like, you show up and you be in a relationship with them. You can't grow closer to someone that you're not talking to, right? So it's the same idea. Mm-hmm. Show up. It's about presence. Be present. Yeah. yeah. And uh, pray as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, prayer doesn't begin with us. It starts with God. So just be still and know, mm. like know God and know yourself. Um, so good. Be honest. Um, one of my favorite, and I think I've said this before, and I think I said it in the last prayer one, uh, a pastor once told me like, what would it look like if when the moment you woke up, it sounds creepy, Jesus was literally oh, like you've said in bed before. with you. He yeah. like got up, he like made coffee with you, like got ready. You would talk to him. Right. You would yeah. talk to him. Like you'd go to work. Yeah. Like if yeah. he was your stalker, yeah. But you knew about him. So I guess like a friend, like you obviously wouldn't just ignore him. He's always there. It's just like, yeah. try it one day, see what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty, it's pretty amazing how your days transform that it's way. It's like the concept of abiding, like running everything yeah, past or, him. Yeah, uh, scripture calls it prayer without ceasing. Right. Um, yep. Without stopping. It's like your whole day should be prayerful. Mm. So when you do, your head does hit the pillow, you can just fall asleep. Right. Because you've spent the whole day with him. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's what that's happens. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's okay to be expectant when you pray. Like you can expect to hear something that you didn't know or you didn't think. Mm-hmm. And it, it can go against what you originally thought. So just be open to it when you yeah, pray. It's the worst. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. I, l- let me hear again. <laughs> it's like, and then it gets I don't louder think you and said louder. That. I think you said this. Sorry, I coughed. Yeah. I missed it. <laughs> And it's like again and again and again. And you're like, all right, all right. So I have a question because as a new believer, I had a hard time grasping like, what do we mean when we say we hear from God? What do you hear in your head? Well, there are, I believe, five different ways that God speaks to us, Mm -hmm. um, which we won't go into into all of them. Um, I think it just depends. Like when I sit in prayer, it's like it sounds like a different voice in my head. Does it? Or in an interruption. Mm. in my head like it's not in my own voice mm. sometimes it is sometimes yeah. it isn't in um, my head it is it's what so it was took me a long time to discern oh your voice that it's my sometimes vo- it is sometimes yeah. it isn't like it goes i don't know why yeah. um or like that other day that i, I texted you i was like i think this is for you <laughs> because i was praying for myself <laughs> so that was like super random like yeah. when things just interrupt mm. the, yes that happens too. like that happens so that's like when like i was always waiting for like this voice to come into my head and it's like it's not like that because the holy spirit for me the holy spirit dwells in us right so mm-hmm. the holy spirit may sound like our voice right yeah and i think that a lot of people expect this like big theolo- theological 
theatrical, theatrical yeah. thing it's to happen. It's usually not that. It's usually very like or quiet and usually, intimate or like, yeah, a, or like a, a nagging. Yeah. A nagging yeah. like. Um, or a picture. Like oh, you picture things. Pictures visualizations. recently for me, it's been like random flashes of visions. Yeah. Like God is amazing and he can give you dreams. Like there's so many ways. Right. Um, but just in like in prayer, because I remember being like, well, I hear my vo- my own voice when I ask these questions all the time, but it's me. It's yeah. And always me. like test it. Like you yeah. have the word of God. Like, right. If he's saying go murder, like I'm pretty sure that's, that's not, not him. from God. That's <laughs> Satan. Different. <laughs> Different. Yeah. Um, you definitely so yeah, test, it, test against, it against scripture, which is always. why it's important to be able to read your Bible and not only read it, but understand it. Right. And that can be a prayer. It's like that every time before I read any scripture i'm like lord let me read this and not only read it but like comprehend and understand why you wrote it and why i'm reading it in this moment right but also part of discerning and like understanding the difference right is showing up and doing it and practicing Um, and being in prayer i don't think i've shared this in here or to you but uh when i lived in austin we used to do we used to go and we did what we call prayer circles. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, sorry. Listening prayer circles. Oh, you told me about this. Did I? Mm-hmm. So you would sit in a room with one person you know and everybody else was strangers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Super weird. <laughs> I know. And you'd sit there and they would just put on some music and they'd be like, all right, guys, we're going to pray for the next 30 minutes. And Did you pray out loud? No. And like we would sit in silence. Quietly, yeah. Or with music, so whatever that mm-hmm. sounds is. And we would have a notebook, and it's like you would be assigned a stranger. Mm-hmm. And then they would say, like, all right, pray. And they're like, if God gives you something. You have to share it. You share it. You write it wow. down. If it's a picture, you tell them. Mm. And a lot of times it's like, it'd be like this random girl. And I'd sit there, and I'd pray, and God would give me, like, weird pictures. And I'd be like, I saw this girl holding onto a balloon but then she like wouldn't let it go but it was her own good and then like suddenly you have like a random stranger weeping it's like yeah because it means something to them right right and god is so cool that he can do that Mm -hmm. so one of my encouragements to you is that when you feel like the lord's speaking to you and it doesn't make sense or it sounds weird like it's not about you like he's using you as a way to communicate to someone else through prayer yeah um which is really cool and really scary but that's so cool that was something that last last year we had uh, like a, a meeting at church and it was like a bunch of high level volunteers and staff and we were all sitting in the room and Pastor Matt was like, OK, so I want everyone to pray. What is a word of encouragement that I can give someone in this room right now? And it was my word of encouragement was for someone I'd never met before. And I was mm-hmm. like, anybody else? Scott? You got anybody else? Someone I know better that I can give this word to. And it was like, yeah. no, like this is the person you need to go talk to. Yeah. And you just like it's it's. It sounds weird, but it's like a feeling. It's yeah, it is. And I, I remember I like let him leave the room and I was like, oh, that was dumb. And then I had to like chase him down. And now he's one of my amazing volunteers. And like we have like a fun relationship. But it was the my first interaction with him. I was like, I don't know you, but like the Lord was telling me this, you know, yeah. and it's just interesting. It gets, it gets really hard, though. This hasn't happened to me, but it's happened to Alex. Jill's mm-hmm. husband is when the Lord reveals somebody else's sin to you i haven't had that happen i do not want that to happen (laughs) like i do not want but he's had that happen so many times to him Uh, and he'll go up to him and be like um so you will tell me about that affair or like random things like i don't remember exactly but that's happened to him and you're just like there's nothing more like a stranger calling you out on your sin that 
your secret sin or whatever. Like, that's just weird. Like, you know, that's from God when. A hundred percent. And it's like, I don't want that either. And you. But also like how it makes me think like what a what a trust God has for Alex to give him that. Yeah. And. Alex, for being obedient, being yes. like, God, this sounds crazy. You didn't go <laughs> to the stranger and be like, say this stuff. Like, what the heck? But he'll but, use it. God will use it. Yeah, he does. Or like, I know that you're thinking of mm. doing this, like, don't do it. Or yeah. like random things like that just pop up, which is really cool and sweet of God to yeah. allow us to be part of that. It's amazing. God's so cool. Yeah. You just got to give him time. Yeah. Like, if you don't make time to pray, you don't there's so much you're missing out on yeah and it's like even if it is like waking up 10 minutes earlier it sounds really hard because it is well I remember okay so during doing the advent study I like got up and I was working I was like okay I got like an hour and then I was like oh that took me like five minutes why don't I like I obviously want I spent more time but it was like if I needed to like quote unquote squeeze this in like five minutes start with five minutes you're awesome (laughs) Thank you. That's my 530 alarm. (laughs) Alexa, alarm off. Every day, guys. Every day. 530. Yeah. So my point was like, don't put the pressure on having to like set aside a whole hour. Like start with five minutes and see where the Lord leads you. Yeah. There's this study that says that uh, you have to train. Well, there's a study and the Bible says train yourselves Mm. to be godly. But Mm -hmm. there's a study that talks about how. If you want to build a habit, you got to just do five minutes of it. If you want to build a habit of working out, you work out for five minutes. If mm-hmm. you want to build a habit of reading your Bible, you read it for five minutes. If you want to read, I mean, if you want to build a habit, whatever the habit might yeah. be, it's shown that studies have shown that if you can do it for five minutes, you're building up that, like those neural pathways in your brain to do that. So what ends up happening, it's like usually like five minutes sometimes turns into an hour because yeah. you're already there like yeah it's, it's showing up yeah like show up that's 99 percent yeah of and usually everything. when i start i don't want to stop like once i actually like sit and yeah. i remove distractions i'm like oh, i gotta go get the kids I gotta go get it's them. the worst like, it's like oh, i have to go to work now I like know. like the kids i can hear their footsteps i'm like no 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 <laughs> they're coming for me no 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 <laughs> Oh, no. duh, they're such blessings. <laughs> she said. Praise. Yeah, they are. But it's like, just give me five more minutes. Anyways, we hope you're encouraged by this because. Yeah. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh, what did you? Did you hear it? Yeah. It's like my sternum. You can crack. Not my sternum. My sternum's out here. <laughs> it's like, like that's a, your sternum? My fourth rib. Third rib. Ouch. It's just different. Sorry. Good thing you're married a chiropractor. I know. That's how I knew how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you have so many skills. Uh, ninja. <laughs> I don't know how that has anything to do with I the ninja. Know, but okay. <laughs> I think my computer died. Anyways, go pray. Yeah. Go pray. Start with a minute. Start with a minute. Start with three. Challenge yourself. Three minutes. You know what? Seven. <laughs> The holy number. 28. No. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and follow us on social media. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. There are links and resources below.